Hello, my friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk to share with you today. Are you worn out? We all feel that way sometimes. Our schedules, the daily demand on our time and energy, these things wear us out. But there's another reason you feel worn out, a reason you may never have considered. Let me read a passage from Daniel the prophet. God gave Daniel insight into many things that are usually hidden even from believers. His book is amazing. What I'm going to read in a minute is from Daniel chapter 7. This chapter reveals the ultimate victory of the king of kings who will come to judge and to destroy all the earthly kingdoms that oppressed the peoples of the world. There are four earthly kingdoms described. The fourth kingdom is different from the other three. It is more terrifying than the others, who are described as beasts who arise from the sea. In Old Testament symbolism, the sea signifies the place of chaos where evil reigns. The fourth beast here in Daniel 7 has teeth of iron and claws of bronze, and it tramples and destroys all that is left of the first three kingdoms. Let me read the detailed description of this last great empire of the earth. As for the fourth beast, there shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all the kingdoms, and it shall devour the whole earth and trample it down and break it to pieces. As for the ten horns, out of his kingdom ten kings shall arise, and another shall arise after them. He shall be different from the former ones and shall put down three kings. He shall speak words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High and shall think to change the times and the law. And they shall be given into his hands for a time, times, and half a time. But the court shall sit in judgment, and his dominion shall be taken away to be consumed and destroyed to the end. And the kingdom and the dominion and the greatness of the kingdoms under the whole heaven shall be given to the people of the saints of the Most High, and his kingdom shall be an everlasting kingdom, and all dominions shall serve and obey him. One of the things that characterizes all of these kingdoms is that they oppress the people under their control. This has been so since the beginning of human civilization. We all have our personal demons, the way we describe the sins that often overcome us, those things we struggle against. I have mine just like you have yours. There's one kind of sin I have a hard time relating to, and that is the lust for power. I have no desire to control other people. I have my hands full trying to control myself. But there are obviously people in our world who have an insatiable desire for power. We see these individuals working every day to increase their power and diminish our freedom. I'm not staking out a political position here, just making an observation. Now, politically, you may support this increase of power in the hands of the few, or you may oppose it, but no one can honestly say that this tendency doesn't exist. It's right in front of us every day. What's behind this craving for power and control? The answer is simple. Satan is behind it. As one who stood before the Almighty face to face, he envies God's 
power and glory. He wants to control humanity and bring us into bondage. And he works through human agents to achieve his goal of total domination. Second Peter 2 describes the work and the satanic deception of false teachers. He says of them, they promised them freedom, but they themselves are slaves of corruption. That's exactly how Satan works. He promises freedom, what he calls freedom, which is really licensed to practice all kinds of evil and encourages man to throw off all moral restraint. But what he doesn't tell you is that the end of that kind of freedom is complete bondage. People become slaves of their wicked desires. But for those of us who have been called to Christ, those of us who have been given the freedom that Christ gives, there is still a daily struggle against evil in the form of the world, the flesh, and the devil. We know we will enjoy final victory and that one day sin and temptation will be banished forever, but we're not there yet. Did you notice that little phrase in the long passage I read from Daniel 7? In case you missed it, let me zoom in on it. It was verse 25. He shall speak words against the Most High and shall wear out the saints of the Most High. Did you know Satan is trying to wear you out? He is. The devil isn't trying to win in one grand stroke, but little by little, every day, spiritually annoying you with little things, things that we often seek to just ignore. Here's the sad truth. Life is a continuous struggle. It doesn't end until we see the Lord. I think this is sad for us because of our advanced technology. We want things fixed quickly. We don't want problems to reoccur. If you ever had your car worked on and then the same problem cropped up again, you take it back, he he works on it some more, and you go home and the next day it does the same thing. Few things are more frustrating. Many Christians struggle with certain sin problems for years. Sometimes they get discouraged and feel like giving up. Don't give up. Jesus has made a commitment to you, sealed in his blood. He will not give up on you. But Satan is relentless. Day after day, he dogs our steps, seeking to weaken or destroy our faith, trying to wear us out. And that's the big thing, faith. If you keep struggling against the same sin, make a conscious decision to believe all that God's word says about you and the work Christ has done for you, no matter what happens in your life. Like the old song uh, that we sang when I was a kid says, faith is the victory. When Satan tells you there's no use in keeping on, tell him that no matter what he says or does, you're going to keep confessing and believing the word of God. John said in his first letter, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God? Your faith in Jesus Christ is what keeps you when Satan is trying to wear you out. When you feel like you can't go on, just look up and say his name. Say, Jesus, I can't take anymore. I can't go on. You're going to have to help me. I'm worn out. 
Here is his word to you. Come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. Jesus carried a heavy burden. He carried a rough wooden cross up a hill, carried it until he fell beneath the load and had to have help. But the real burden he carried that day was the burden of my sin and yours. Isaiah wrote, Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That sin that so easily clings to us, that sin that so often overcomes us, that sin was laid on the back of the Lord Jesus Christ. The next time you fail, quickly confess your sin to God and then thank him that he has carried that sin away, that he shouldered the burden and has set you free. Precious Heavenly Father, Oh, Jesus, we are weak, but you're strong, Lord. You carried our burdens and you took away our sin. I pray for those listening to me just now. If they're worn out, if Satan has worn them down, that they'll just look up and cry out to Jesus, knowing that Jesus has promised to give us rest. He has promised to take our burdens of sin away. Thank you for that, Jesus. Pray this in your precious name. Amen. God bless you, my dear friend. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, if you'd like to reach out to me, you can send me an email to father.danjones at outlook.com. May God bless you.